Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in. I recently listened to a podcast about sleep. Chase Jarvis interviewed Ariana Huffington, who has done a ton of research. And it was very affirming and validating, and I wanted to share my conclusions with you. So, to recap some of what they said, Ariana Huffington said that we take better care of our smartphones than our own bodies. Specifically, if our phone gets down to, you know, 30%, we will go find a, a, a charging shrine. She used the word shrine, and I think it's hilariously accurate. We will go and charge our phone and stay plugged in and do whatever it takes and carry batteries with us. We've got car charges and all the works, but she used to run on four hours of sleep. And she's had people apologize for not being 110% after running on four hours of sleep. And research shows, per what she said in this podcast, that when we show up to work on four hours of sleep, it's the same as showing up drunk. I remember when I binge read The Hunger Games into the wee hours of the morning before I went to work the next day. And yeah, it felt like I was drunk. Not that I've ever been drunk, because I've never been drunk. But it felt pretty... I felt really incompetent that day. So, that's my summary of what I got out of that podcast. Really short version. I'll put the link in the description. I highly recommend you go listen to it. Really, really good. Chase Jarvis interviews a lot of brainy people who are figuring out how to do life better and I'm I'm all over that. So I really like uh his podcast so far. I'm I'm listening to the backlog. So here's where it gets personal. Sleep is a necessity for me. And I feel really self-conscious about that. It is not uncommon for me to sleep 10 to 12 hours a night. And I'm tired a lot. I'm tired all the time. So, at the same time, I went two years without taking any real vacation. There were seasons back in 2012, 2013 when I would bust my butt and I would make a YouTube video on a Saturday and then I'd edit it Saturday night and get up 5 a.m. Sunday morning to finish editing it and post it and then I'd go to church and then I'd go to my retail job and then I'd come home and I was really proud of myself and proud of what I accomplished then and I still am and I'm I'm still relying on those video editing skills that I learned and that determination that I learned and that commitment to myself. When you make a commitment to yourself to do something, that is the most powerful, it's one of the most powerful forces. And when you do do that to like, I'm going to show up and write a short story every month, or I'm going to make a YouTube video every two weeks, or I'm going to... You know, for Seinfeld, it was, I'm going to write every single day and I'm not going to break the chain. Go as many days as I can without breaking the chain. Now, I'm a big believer in the Sabbath. And I need to podcast about that too. So, 
So that we need to find balance. Yes, it's important to make a commitment to yourself to do something that you care about, that God put in you. If if there is something you can't get out of your mind and it's it's a good thing, like I'm not talking about breaking the law here. I'm talking about I really want to, you know, open a coffee shop or I really want to work here or do this or create this thing or I want to create collages with photography and illustration and and mix these media in different ways that people haven't done before, go do that thing. It needs to exist. So now that that rant is nicely tied up with a neat little bow, back to sleep. We need to take care of ourselves and not feel guilty for that. Like I have lists upon lists of stories I want to write and artistic things, artistic visions I want to materialize. And honestly, if I get two things done a day, if I get one important thing done a day, that's a good day. And I'm a housewife, so that also needs to include making homemade food and cleaning the bathroom. And I've, I've gotten better at that, by the way, since the last time I mentioned it in my podcast. Just I want to pat myself on the back there. So I need to change the sheets and do the laundry and hang Ben's shirts up. Like, I... That's important. So we have to balance real life with these creative commitments and get enough sleep at the same time. It's all very important. And because I'm coming from a background of being completely burned out and nutritionally depleted, I've talked a little bit about more about this in my testimony. So I'm not going to repeat a ton here. But basically, I was suicidal, zonked, depressed, sleep-deprived, I was nutritionally depleted. Like, it was all out. I think the only thing I had was selenium, but like my zinc, my magnesium, my vitamin D, I had a bag of bacteria. Okay, I'm done. Lithium. They couldn't measure my lithium. Okay, I'm done. My husband's heard that a gazillion times. I'm done. So when I started taking lithium in the summer of 2017, it made me super, super sleepy. Um, I would only take part of a five milligram capsule and I would sleep all night. I'd get up in the morning, do some things and I'd be on the couch sleeping again that afternoon. And then I'd sleep again through the whole night. I don't know why that is. It didn't make sense to the doctors at the time, but I also wasn't on their vitamin blend. They later got me to finally get on because I was obstinate like that. Um, So, my personal theory, and this is in no, this is, this is in no way scientific, but when kids have to grow, they need to sleep more. You know, they're building bones, and studies show that if you, you don't get enough sleep in your teenage years, your childhood years, it affects you later on in life. I don't know where those studies are, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at referencing my information and that wasn't the Ariana on a Huffington podcast either so I can't I can't fall back on that but so my theory is that because my body didn't have any lithium and now it had some lithium it said oh my gosh we need to shut business down so we can put this where it belongs so that that's my theory and my body is is rebuilding lithium is used to rebuild nerves in the brain that are destroyed because of stress it's really great for People with ADD, ADHD, um, it's an excellent treatment for bipolar. And the good news is that 
lithium orotate doesn't have the negative side effects as lithium carbonate did. So all the bad rap that lithium carbonate got, we don't need to work with that anymore. It, lithium orotate is what is, is here and now and it's happening and it's still the most cost-effective and effective treatment for bipolar or people who are prone to bipolar. I, I'm not bipolar, never was, but I had some genetic traits that were towards bipolar. So lithium orotate, I'm a fan. So if you need to sleep all the time, that's, that's okay. And there might be something going on in your body that, that you need to figure out, like, if your thyroid is low or if you're depressed, that, that can cause you sleeping all the time, too. So, the thing that God's really done in my heart is he's removed the guilt and the shame from needing to rest. I can't tell you how freeing that is, and I can't tell you how important it is for, that everyone gets that through their head. Maniacs like Gary Vaynerchuk, who go, go, go 24-7, are not normal. They are blessed with scientifically, biochemically blessed ATP Krebs cycles that I don't even understand. That was very nerdy, but they have more energy on a very cellular level, and there's no way I'm ever going to be Gary Vaynerchuk, and I need to be okay with that. That's okay. That's okay. God... Make some of us weak so that those of us who are strong appreciate our strength and can help those who are weak. This is one of the reasons God puts, allows inequity in the world between finances or none or health or none or beauty and talent or less. You know, either way, God calls us to faithfulness and to help our brothers and sisters in Christ. I wish I could participate more in my church. I wish I could volunteer at more of the events and do this and do that and make more food and bring more things, but I'm one person and thankfully they normally have rows and rows of too much food at the potlucks. So I'm I'm there are plenty of times where we don't even bring anything and we're we're fine. So but I know that I can I can help in other ways. I'm I'm meeting with a woman in children's ministry to talk about what I can do to create something artistically for VBS. And I'm excited to be able to use my talents for that and, and also have an external commitment to help me be faithful to create and use the gift that God's given me. So learning to accept how God made us and the flaws that he allowed us to have I mean, I'm still a part-time spoonie. I've got friends who are recovering from mold poisoning. I've got friends who are recovering from Lyme disease. And, and, and there are people with fibromyalgia and chronic sickness. We need to give ourselves grace for that. I mean, to give our, we need to give the people around us grace because we don't know what they're going through. We don't know on a an emo- really the tangent here on an emotional level on a biochemical level on a 
what was that person's childhood wounds and it's suddenly coming up, you know, 20 years later or how many decades later and like we don't know what people are going through. So the more we can walk through life with humility and grace and extend that to others but also ourselves, super important, super freeing. And I'll probably talk about this on another podcast, but this completely ties in to the truth that we should not judge other people because what we judge them for, we will end up doing. And I've seen that principle in my own life and in other people's lives. It's painfully true. So the more that we can show grace to others and ourselves, the healthier we'll all be. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't hold our standard, we don't hold ourselves to the standard of righteousness, but it's that constant balance of, Lord, help me, and Lord, help me. (laughs) So that is how a podcast on sleep affirmed me and validated me, and I'm still trying to figure out what my day-to-day looks like, and it would definitely help my marriage if I wasn't so tired all the time. So prayer request, if you could lift that up, I'd really appreciate it. And Ben would really appreciate it. Um, So, yeah. But don't feel bad for how you're made. Just try to figure out how to move forward with it. Heaven's going to be here soon. It'll it'll come here quicker than we think. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus. And I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it. Twitter archive throwback. June 11th, 2014. I'm as emotionally stable as a water balloon in a girdle. <laughs>